You are now listening to the new Old Heads podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time at BringDownTheBand.com, and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, and Sun King Brewery. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash newoldheads. You are now tuned in to the new Old Heads podcast. I am Major Seven. The entire crew is here. We just had a very interesting oh my, but minus Spool, shout out to the homie Spools, taking care of some uh, important business on his side. We miss you, bro. Um, it's coming off a good, interesting conversation. I'm not, I don't want to talk about it because my blood pressure might get up. But just know that I found out that uh, a couple more members of the crew hate on great music. We, we're not gonna go down that road. My man Jay Moore is in the building. What's happening, sir? You know what it is episode two eleven. Glad I didn't have to get caught up in no one eight seven. You know how we get down. <laughs> How's everything your way, man? You good? Good, man. Good. Okay. Okay. Rest of death as always. All right. I'm going to keep uh, keep it moving. To <laughs> hey, it's little... DJ Metrono. Hey, DJ Metrono. <laughs> Mask on. Stay hey. safe. Hey. Hey. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Cardinals. My man, DJ J. Dib. What's happening, man? Salutations. What's good? Man, I can't call it. I see you got the Printfinity joint on. I see you with the with the flame. Yes, sir. Could you you use the hate word um rather loosely, good sir? Why, why is it that whenever I introduce you and I, I always give you props for the great work that you do with your clothing and everything, you jump right into something that I said that was negative. At least let me give you flowers because first, brother. Mike, Mike, the way you usually start off is always uh some kind of slight slander. <laughs> but you can get away with it because can't nobody talk while you while you introducing the the cast what or whatnot. So you you slip it in, you slip it in here and there. So I just have I to check you on it. That's all. I feel you. Keep me on my square, brother. Keep you on my square. I didn't realize that's what I was doing. I, I apologize. Maybe kind not the squad. Own it. You ain't got to apologize. <laughs> Keep me on my square, brother. Rounding out the squad live from bringing down the band headquarters. Holy stock with Sun King, my man Longevity. How are you, sir? Feeling good, feeling great. How are you? I'm good, sir. How's my lamp? Still burning bright. All right. One of these days, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna do like Spool said. Just go to Target and see if I can find me one. Um, let's Might see. Be a smart idea. <laughs> Perhaps. Got to check the price on it. Uh, before we get started, let's see here. Looks like we have a new um, president-elect and vice president-elect, y'all. Some things happened as we were last together. How long before the foolish things happen? Things happen out there. How long before the foolishness stops from old boy? Because you know he only about to get revved up. So we, what you got about December before, maybe middle of December before he stopped acting a fool? Or what's going on? <clears throat> predictions before we get started. How, how long before 45 uh, calm down and go back? hole that he crawled out of. I think he's going to try to start some kind of revolution on his own. He he, he feeling okay. kind of kind of high and mighty. He's going to try to take out these followers that he got and try to do something. That's okay. that's kind of what I got a feeling about. All right, that's quick and to the point. Jay Moore, give me a quick one, man. Just give me a date real quick, and I'm going to go to loan before we get started. Uh, I think he's going to go home for Christmas break or whatever it is he's going to try to do, go back to the Trump Tower and uh, never come back. I, I don't think that <laughs> I, I don't think he he's he he in his mind, he was reelected. Yeah. And once they pull him to the side and say, look, man, there's there's no path. You you can't sue your way back into being the president. What yeah. the thing is, once the, the, the vote is certified and I believe that happens in the first or second week of December. And there's nothing that he can do. Yeah, he's just going to completely check out, and he's going to be so upset because it it hurts even more because he lost to Joe Biden. And <clears throat> he really hates he, that. He called him, you know, he called him names the whole time. Sleepy Joe. Sleepy and, Joe. You know, tried to slander his his son and this, that, and the third, and and it just didn't work. And and I, it it could have been anybody else, but the fact that it's Joe Biden really hurts him. Like and second, and then second week of December, you yeah. said. Uh, yeah, whenever they actually, whenever the electoral uh, representatives actually vote for real, which, you know, because honestly, all our votes are just kind of like ceremonial, you know, 
the, the electoral college gets together and when they have to go ahead and vote. <laughs> Shout out to the flood. And, 45 can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> yeah. So after that, like I said, I think he'll go back to Mar-a-Lago or the Trump Tower. And then when they're like, hey, Mr. President, you need to come back for this. He's going to be like, I don't have to come back for a goddamn thing. And we're not going to see him. I honestly think because he's not there to he doesn't want to shake hands he doesn't want to be a gracious loser this is not really, part of his, really, his makeup i really think this is hilarious so i can't wait he, to see he him ain't about to disappear though uh, he's not about to disappear but he, he's oh he, no he ain't going nowhere he's gonna be on TV. but i tell all the wow. all the people who work for him like the thing is like uh some of these people are going to find themselves in a in a in a rough place because it's like uh look fox news can't hire everybody <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you you all are going to it's going to be hard for a lot of these people to get jobs outside of um, outside of some conservative media outlet. It's going to be, be interesting. Be clear, I'm not laughing at people losing their jobs. I'm not saying that, but I, I, I get your point. Long, <laughs> long. Speaking of speaking uh, alone, talk to me, man. Give me a quick one. You know, two weeks It's going to drag off into next year once he's completely. I, completely I think it depends on if uh, he's legitimately going to try to run. Again, oh okay, years. okay. I don't see that. I honestly have no idea what this guy's gonna do. I hope he just like falls off a cliff somewhere, but I don't think that's oh. gonna happen. Um, the 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 quicker he's out of the way, ooh. Um, but yeah, I don't know, jail. man. I honestly, I honestly don't know what to expect from him. Like he could, he could try to fight it all the way to the end, pull some shenanigans. You know, he's yeah. going to I think he's going to continue this narrative that the election was stolen from him probably until he dies. I agree. Even, um, I agree. And so it's just like he just can't go away fast enough for me. And, you know, he he, he literally has said that the election has been uh, that he I mean, it's it's such trash. Like yeah. any state that he lost, mm -hmm. he said there's fraud and every state oh, that yeah. he won. There isn't. It's like it's not how it right, works. Yeah. You know how like, big of a you know how much bullshit it is to be like just to say a whole state is fraud with zero proof, like just to come out and be like, yeah, this whole state is a well, fraud. He's been doing this. He's been doing this his whole career, even in his um when him and Hillary were yeah. uh, debating during those yeah. presidential uh, debates. He was on that same shit then, and she was giving example after example where he where he pretty much said he was cheated. Yeah. Or should have got this. He was upset because he didn't win a Grammy or an Oscar or some shit. He said he was cheated <laughs> out of that for uh No, it was an Emmy. He thought he should have won, won an Emmy for his show. Yeah. Yeah, for, for uh the apprentice. It's like he always thinks he's been cheated. But I I don't know. I don't I don't think him and his cronies are going anywhere. The Make America Great Again had his the new uh stars and bars flag. But you know All what's right. crazy? You know what a lot of people don't remember because it wasn't particularly popular and it wasn't a great show, but I, I watched it. Like at one point, Donald Trump had a partnership with TV, with TV One, which is owned by Kathy Hughes and is also a part of the Urban One, Radio One uh, conglomerate, where basically they did a, um, a a version of the Bachelorette, but they did it with um, Takara and like some of y'all might know her from America's oh, Next Top yeah, Model. Like that was a Donald Trump production. Like that's how that's how much of a flip <clears throat> he has done. Like it and and how much we flipped on him. Like he was doing programming with TV One and still only got eight percent of the black vote, which hey, is still a lot. That's a that's a lot, but I mean, at this but point, the thing is, this is how this it's actually not eight percent because. When they do exit polling, um, they only do the people who voted that day. So when they talk about, you know, and, and 100 million people voted early or through the mail. And so it's only 8% of the people who voted that day. So probably when you break, because a lot of people wanted to get wanted to get real fly and say, look at how much more support Donald Trump got from black men during the election. I was like, those are the dudes that showed up uh the day of and you know didn't have the wherewithal to vote early or to go ahead and cast a ballot early uh through yeah, the main one is so it's, it's, it's not it's not 20 percent of black men it's just 20 percent of the dudes who showed up that day well at the end of the day it's, it looks like it's a wrap that's all i care about and then we just have wrap. to hold biden hold biden and harris accountable and we'll see what they do let's wrap go ahead and jump up, to B. uh 
this is the first topic I have on a list. Russ was in the news because he retweeted an old, um, old tweet from uh, Lil Pump. If you remember, Lil Pump and J. Cole had some issues. J. Cole had that record where he was kind of talking. I cannot remember the name of that joint where he was kind of talking about, you know, kind of schooling some of the younger artists about how they should come up. and Middle child. Middle child. Like, I don't hate y'all. I just see what y'all doing. I've been there before. And, like, Russ retweeted a uh, uh, post where he said, me and J. Cole are cool now, so it's so it's fuck Russ. He was basically hating on Russ. And Russ was like, I'll never forgive y'all for making Lil Pump an actual thing. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a, a comment where he was on the Joe Button podcast um, in uh, 2019. It says, basically, what's happened what's happened is you've allowed 13 year old white kids to tell the world what hip hop culture is. <clears throat> Old Joe Button uh, on his pull-up series. He said, that's the problem. I'm done biting my tongue. There are people like the little pumps and smoke perps and just the people who are using the fact that hip hop is the coolest thing to, to be doing right now. They're using that as a marketing tool to be buffoons. They're literally telling the rest of the world that this is what it means to be black in a sense. And that's the problem. And if you think about it, Lil Pump, who's also was Little Pimp at that goofy ass rally, he's lost over two hundred thousand followers since he endorsed Trump. So, what do you guys think about that? Like when he's basically talking about, you know, the younger thirteen, fourteen year old suburban white kids, it's could be basically telling the world or you know the the hip hop culture, described being being described through the eyes of them. What do you guys think about that? Is there any truth to what he said? Lowen, I'll jump. I'll come into you first. What do you think about what Russ said in regards to those younger people and, and just the culture overall? This kind of goes back to a conversation we had a few weeks ago, where we talked about there's a difference between hip hop and rap, a little bit. Mm, okay. okay. At least I, th- I think we had that conversation. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, just because a, a lot of these white kids are rapping doesn't necessarily mean that they're a part of hip hop culture. So I kind of I kind of agree with what Russ is saying. Um, If he said fans are responsible for it, though, I feel like this is another conversation that we've had as well. Like, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, fans. Uh, thing is, is you can't well, control the fans, right? Well, even if you even if you take the fan equation out of it, you can look at the second part where he said they're using they're using that they being the little pumps and the smoke perps are the people that are using the fact that hip hop is the coolest thing right now. They're using that as a marketing tool to be buffoons. That part. We can even talk about that part. Yeah, but I think uh, what I would probably say is that if whatever that thing is, whether it's hip-hop or whether it's rock music or whatever, they're going to be buffoons and whatever it's going to be. I don't think it has any merit to the fact that it's actually hip-hop. I just think hip-hop is that um, current, um, whatever you want to call it, uh, entity entity to allow people to to get there um so i think there maybe you know like so yeah i mean is it still like a form of like culture appropriation in a way yes you know is it still um um is it still kind of bastardizing what it is absolutely but i think the people that are doing this they don't care and so and i i don't i don't think they care that if it's um, well, maybe some of them do, but I, I don't think it. I don't think it really matters to them what it is that they're they're chasing popularity. They're not chasing. Um, That's a good point. Hip hop criteria, culture, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Anyways, more about more about the popularity chasing the clout. Yeah, yeah. So. I, yeah I, can, I can take that too. It, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with with a co- few conversations that we've had before. Um, <clears throat> a lot of this has to do with the uh, social media age and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Little little pump got famous off just doing goofy ass shit in public, mm-hmm. like walking in stores, cussing people out, or or tipping shit over, and, and he just so happened to make music, or he called it music or whatnot. But <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of these cats use hip hop and rap as their umbrella, and mm-hmm. then and the next breath they go say i'm not a rapper well we yeah. don't really want you in the culture any goddamn way you know what i'm saying yeah because it's just stupid but as far as fans are concerned um to Lon's point popularity is key 
Because, I mean, mm-hmm. everybody, we all know somebody that might have listened to hip-hop when we was in, like, high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they've moved on. They don't really fuck with it no more. Nine times out of ten, they're probably Trump supporters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to the, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lil Pump, just like him saying that he, he supports Trump, when he brought him out at the rally, he's talking about, thanks for bringing our troops home. What troops has Donald Trump brought home? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's obvious he doesn't have a clue of what's going on out here. He's Straight just clown. talking shit. Talking shit, trying to get some pub for the most part. So um, I, I can kind of see where he's coming from. But at the end of the day, the uh, true heads and, and people that really fuck with the culture know that Lil Pump is not that. Right. Let me ask, let me ask you, let me, Jaymore, let me ask you this, and I will ask you uh, um the flip side to the question that I asked them to, to kind of change it up a little bit. You give Russ peace. You give him props for coming out and saying this because on so many levels, we always talk about what's not addressed things that go on. Well, and people always say, well, if, if it bothers you, bothers you so much, say it, but there's a lot of people that won't say that. How do you feel about him actually jumping out and saying something like that? I personally give him credit for saying it because it might not be the most popular thing to say. Well, this is the thing about hip-hop in 2020 especially. It's completely analytics-driven. Yep. Um, Not to say that it hasn't been analytics-driven before. Of course, people check the sound scan. Of course, what records were sold, what what videos were played, what songs were played on the radio as far as your BDS um, was concerned. But now it's almost completely driven by, hey, what's streaming? Okay. How many downloads? It's not even really downloads. It really is about streaming numbers, which is crazy to me. When I feel like that's why you don't see certain artists rush to come back to the game. Like, um, say, just example, somebody like Rihanna. You know, Rihanna is used to actually selling people records. Yeah. And she's been gone just long enough to where if she puts out an album, she's going to be dependent on people streaming it. You know, and those 13 and 14 year old kids in the suburbs, they're the ones with the I mean, everybody has a smartphone at this point. But, you know, like there's way more of them that have these smartphones. So when you go on to YouTube or you um, I'm not sure exactly what analytics are available for people to look at on, on Spotify, it will say how many millions of times a song is played. And you'll be astounded at a song that you like, OK, this song is just OK, but it or because you don't know the artist like i don't know about like it sounds crazy and like this this is what definitely makes me a a new old head like i thought Lil pump was dead what um yeah but i I ain't gonna front no no but like i but like when i said that to somebody's like oh you must be thinking of Lil peep and i was like oh okay i guess that's what i'm thinking of so when they said Lil pump or Lil Pimp, or, or as uh, Dr. Or, uh, uh, Please Donald don't Trump. say Dr. Trump. Damn. Don't yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of Dr. Jill Biden, you know, our, our new first lady. Um, Dr. Ben Carson that doesn't know how to put a mask on his face and he's a surgeon. That's, don't, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. We well, actually do yeah. do that. Do do that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying Get that, better, you know, it, it, I, it was about clout. I feel like for Lil Pump because the ones the song that I, I rem, somebody reminded me of was uh, the song he did with Kanye. Um, that shit about, was whack. That shit was whack. The squares. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking. But and you know it's messed up. Lil Pump like <laughs> maybe he finds a way to perform it. But now that Kanye's all sanctified, he's not performing that song anymore. Nah, and we and, so and, I, and we don't care. I don't. We don't actually want to see that song performed ever again. So I, I mean, it. to a certain extent, like remember, like when we were thirteen or fourteen, the stuff that we were going to go buy. I remember going and buying, you know, uh, a Tri Call Quest, a Third Base, or or Public mm. Enemy or NWA. Like with my, you know, dollars, I was driving SoundScan at that point to where there was a shift in the culture, and you know, even though radio didn't really play. Too, I did MC not brains. buy MC Brain. I, you know what? I did buy. Yeah, you did buy MC Brain. You definitely bought. I didn't MC have Brain. the whole album. I think I did have Uchi Coochie. Yeah, I, I think I. Took you had it. Radio you had it. You had la la la. I you mean, had it. I'm not going to act like you had. Look, Saint Saint Louis was one of those markets where uh, MC Brains did very well between brainstorming and Uchi Coochie and and everybody's talking about MC Brains. Like AJ Dip, he was he was singing the whole song. MC Brains 
would was really big. He was dancing, you know. Real but hard. at the same he time, like somebody who was, <laughs> but you know what? Somebody, you know, once again, I was probably like 14, 15 when that came out. If if you yeah. talk to somebody who's forty three, like I am now, about MC Brains and his impact, they'd be like, "What? What are you talking about?" And so no, I mean, the fact that you remember who that is. Who is and, but he, yeah, exactly. He had one though with that joint though. I will say that. Now he had one, but I don't, I don't know what happened after that. But like Lone said, and you guys have hit on it. We we've approached this conversation here or there in the past. But I want to. I give him peace for actually being able to have the balls to just stay, call out the goofy shit for what it is because I, you don't see that too often. Somebody that you know is a fairly successful Russ, artist. Russ has a platform, and he has a, he he makes a lot. Russ makes a lot of money, and I don't really know his music. But like he has such he a following everything. that he can say he can say whatever he wants because he doesn't care if his songs ever get played on the radio or videos or whatever. Right, right. He's got people that 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 mess with him, and and they he's and he's certified. I mean, that, you know, I'm like that's cool. I don't know his music, but it doesn't matter that I don't know his music. He owns, get it. He owns all his stuff, and he's you know, to me, all that all, everything y'all saying is dope. Like the ownership. The fact that he's he's so embedded into his own following, all that shit is dope. I'm just giving him peas on the surface for you know bringing it bringing yeah, it up. I mean, I, I, that's I'm with I'm that. The thing is, Lil Pup is a novelty item, though. You know what I'm saying? He's True. as soon as uh, whoever his fans are grow up, his <laughs> fan base is gone. I can see that. I can see that straight like that. You know what I'm saying? He, I mean, he he does it. He. What he has a one song called Gucci Gang that I know, you know what I'm saying, and the song he did with Kanye West. So you uh, actually just—he's not as popular. What's that? You actually just dropped a bar right there. I love that saying, "Novelty act." Like that's fire. Because that, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is—a novelty. Yeah. Act. It's, it's, no, there's a lot of grow up. It's a rap for him. Yeah. There's a lot of what I call um, disco duck. Uh, type rappers out like they got something that will it will impact I don't even want to say impacts the culture it impacts it impacts culture not the culture um, and people will be on it real quick and then all of a sudden yes. it's gone like remember when yeah. remember when it's Slim Jesus music. was it's, remember Slim Jesus yeah, was hot music. for like a week yeah, lo- and then all of a sudden lo- no. it was a rap for Slim Jesus <laughs> I take a shit <laughs> Oh, remember my guy that was rapping house, that I had the Tourette's or something? Y'all remember that dude? Huh? Remember that crazy dude? Designer? Remember the dude that was rapping? He didn't don't really... Nah, not designer. Y'all don't, do don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't, nah, don't do that. I'm not even being mean. I thought that's what you meant. Something yeah, that nah, he, it was another guy that was from Ohio. <laughs> y'all remember that dude? <laughs> fact, we used to watch, watch his videos. Nah, nah, man. We used to watch his videos um, before the show and laugh at him. Uh, I can't um, remember what his name was. Before the show and laugh at him. Before the show and laugh at him. Oh, I know who you're this talking about. This was a while back, though. And he was I so can't... just stupid. We was like, there's no way this is for real. I can't call his name, man. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't want to lie and say the wrong thing. It's uh, not that no, you notice he ain't around no more. Oh, hell no. no. I mean, the thing is, hip-hop always figures out a way to uh, sift out the fakes and the phonies. I, they might get oh, yeah. on for a minute. And all of a sudden people will and people like us, because that's part of our our I don't want to say our duty, but what we do is is cultural critics, if I'm I'm trying to give us that, is okay. we'll show it the attention and be like, what is this? But you know, it's almost like we should leave it alone because, you know, and I know I brought up designer and I wasn't I, I really I, I wasn't trying to be mean when I brought that up. Sorry. But you know, I remember everybody was like, wait a minute, didn't he just do basically a fake future song? And don't get me wrong, you know, I got, I got, I don't even remember the name of the song. And it, and it was, was a number one record. And it was a number but one. And thing Kanye is, stole it from him. Kanye stole it from him. And, and you know what? He hasn't, he, he, it's, it's, he's not, he hasn't been back since. Even when he tried to put out that Timmy Turner shit, like people were not really on board for it. So the culture will like, I thought Timmy Turner, the one hit wonders, it, and, and it's been, but it's not just now. It's been happening since back in the day. I yeah. remember at one point, you know, somebody probably thought Candyman would knock in the boots. He was going to be around forever. And that was it for him. Redhead Kingpin. Yeah, I remember him. Redhead Kingpin. You know, this, you know, the skinny boys. They made songs that we liked. But it, when, you know, once, yeah. once the novelty or the whatever wore off, we were like, all right, on to the next one. I remember K Solo. 
Yeah, yeah. Solo was nice though. Ice it was J. nice. Okay, Ice JJ Fish. I think that's who it was, Terry. Is that who it was? Ice JJ Fish? No, nah, that wasn't. No, nah, it wasn't Ice JJ Fish. That's oh. that's the uh, that's the R and B cat. That's the guy <laughs> that we, we would be having the uh, Rob Dog versus Condom sex about. Oh, okay. <laughs> conversation. He would be in that kind. Con- he would be in that yeah, conversation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's, yeah. there's always been a uh, special needs rap out there where people was yeah. really thinking, "Are you really serious?" And, oh yeah, he's uh, special needs R and B. I'll switch it up. He's yeah. special needs R and B. One of these days on the pro show, man, or the pre show, we're gonna have to go top five special needs R and B. Should we do that? No, we can't do that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <That's> the, <I'm laughs> <up there. laughs> anyway, <laughs> long looking at me like, man, we lost a hundred subscribers right there. Anyway, um, I think at? we, I, I think you need to, uh, you need to, uh, so you, I don't know how you to need to. It. So now you're saying Eli Porter is special needs. So I mean, what I'm saying is you might need to you might need to you might need to classify it a specific way. You gotta gotta tweak it. All right, so it's not okay, I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah, yeah, probably we should probably stop now. I'm I'm sorry I brought that up. By the way, real talk though, all jokes aside, there's a documentary on Eli Porter that's fire. It's two parts. Yep. I don't know if y'all ever seen it. The documentary is fire. It tells his whole story. We I actually it sampled is, is, it. I sampled it for a sex leader song. Hold on. Is it as good as the rise and fall of Cuckoo Cow? <laughs> Listen, man. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'll, I, I'll, 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 I'll watch the documentary. The documentary is actually dope. Like, I ain't know. It tell a whole story about how they got to the part that went viral with the battle. And, like, all of the dudes that you saw that were judging, they interviewed them. Like, they grown now. Like, the documentary is pretty fire, man. I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Shout bus, shouty, shout bus, shouty. Yeah, somebody in the chat short bus rat. <laughs> <laughs> I can dig shout that. Out, shout out to Cat Five Thousand. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. there we go. Short, short bus rap. We can dig it. But no, that Eli Porter doc. Gucci man, stupid, stupid, <laughs> retarded, and I just farted. Where's my Carmex? <laughs> waka, 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 waka. <laughs> Hey yo, the car the cartoon for that joint was hilarious, by the way. I don't know who made that video, but that shit was funny. All right, let's uh my very first my very my very yeah, I, first DJ DJ set. I played mm-hmm. that song. Just let the record show. You did. I, I was a witness. Yeah. I played that yep. song. Short mm-hmm. but shorty. Hey, I and it was it. a hit. And it was Same. a hit. Hey. Mm-hmm. I'm with you when you write, well, brother. <laughs> if it work if if it worked for the set, it worked for the set. All right, let's uh <laughs> Let's move on to uh, the next topic. What, what time is it? What, 10? Okay, we all right. I know we started a little late. Um, so Busta Rhymes, who, who's still out here bubbling, man. Like, people are still talking about that album. He's being interviewed. He's, um, you know, he's just dropping all types of merch. Like, the, the wave is still going for the album. Um, side note, I've, I've listened to it some more. There's some really good stuff on this project, man. But I still stand on my stance of... It's probably about five or six joints, maybe seven joints too much. So I don't know. But either way. Did anybody else, especially especially you guys who are have been in studios and producers, like when I listened to it again, I was like, I felt like the mix was off. And I'm I'm thinking, why is this so loud? Off. And why is this I, I just felt like something was off in the way, you know, being around you guys and and, and being around Joey French's and Mac Wolf's like I felt like when I I was like there's I, I feel like there was something that was off with with the mixing on this album there are a couple I, will, of joint- I will say this though I will say uh-huh. this about it um depending on the speakers that you listen to listening to that project on it sounds yeah. different that's fair so yeah. like I listened to it in like uh one car and I listened to it in another car that had better speakers and it sounded completely different then I listened Long to it you- in headphones I haven't listened to it enough too. to uh, to to make that determination. But when I when I did listen to it, it sounded fine to me. Uh, but uh, again, I haven't. I've only ran it like once. There's so. a joint. The joint that has the purge horn. Um, I think Swiss mm-hmm. Bees produced. It's like the, the same first song. First or second? Yeah, after the intro, they got the same Swiss Beast mm-hmm. drum pattern he's been using since like 2009. Like that that joint is um. Mixing on that one sounds. I've been using off, that pattern I, since '98. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I was off. Uh, 
But the the mixing on that one, I think it's purposely though. I don't know if the vocals will pull back some for a certain reason to put an effect on it. But to Jay to Jay Moore's point, if you listen to it in certain areas, I can see where you say that. But if you listen mm-hmm. to it in a good car system, like Terry said, like that shit jump out and slap. But there was a the joint on Hip Hop DX where they talked about Busta Rhymes and he what he said he compared rappers with ghostwriters to Lance Armstrong using steroids. He said the way he was raised, number one, you could never be classified as top 10, top five, or top anything if you had assistance with your pen. Uh, that's what he told the, the, the Drink Champs crew. You know, that, that interview was damn near four hours. He said, period, you automatically disqualified. I don't give a, he said, I don't give a fuck how, how great you think you are. That don't make you, he said, it doesn't make you any less of a dope MC. No, it doesn't. He said, you can still be dope. Niggas are still uh, more than that. capable. That's why. That's why I brought it up. He said people are still more than capable of writing their own shit, but they have to stick to the script and really write their own shit. So, Lone, I'm coming to you first. What bothers you about that line? He said. He said that doesn't make you any less of a dope MC because you get. I would say writing. I would say it doesn't make you any less of an artist. It definitely makes you less of an MC because MCing is part of it's part of the writing aspect. Like if you don't write. True your shit can you really be classified as an MC mm. you might be a rapper I don't know that's the part I would disagree with though okay that's so all I got part- to say that's that's gotcha. it that's it everything else I agree with bust on yeah okay but that one but that one line Dave, Dave, how do you, how do you feel about that can you still be you know can you be considered dope a little bit of the steroids yeah, I mean steroids are is considered dope, so I guess so. <laughs> well played, well played, but uh, twist. But I mean, it, it's a cheat code technically. But the the only people that 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 aren't going to get your peas are people like us, though. You know what I'm saying? It's people like yep. us, people that have a yep. diff, different type of uh, concept of what an MC is, what it means yep. to make music. Okay. You listen different. The majority of people could care less. Like these uh, young cats, they don't care who's writing these raps. I would agree. They just want something I, that, that they can turn up to and have fun with. And and such and such is going to win this award and that award and that award any damn way. So it's going to go agree. down in history as this was the greatest whatever at that time or now or period based off of that. Now, there's going to yep. be an asterisk next to that person's name from yep. cats like us who who know that uh Sudden Shuts wasn't writing their lyrics or they're uh, uh not producing their beats. I mean, there's all kind of cheat codes out here going on and Buster's right, but at the same time, unfortunately we're in a minority in that when that's uh brought up. Think about think about the uh think of, think if there was an award for Grammys or whatever that's like <clears throat> best MC, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, you you go up there and on the ballot is Drake and Black Thought and Quentin Miller. Who's winning? <laughs> you know, yeah. like who who wins that? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you um, already like know. If, if, if Drake wins, then you should have an issue with that. You know what I mean? That's for MC purposes. But if you're going to talk about full mm-hmm. blatant like artist and artistry and artist and you know entertainer, I think those are just different things. Drake is an incredible artist. Yeah, he's he's an incredible artist. Be clear. And that's not, and and that's not saying that he doesn't write some of his stuff. Oh, he, just, he oh he's nice with the pen. I was going to actually ask uh, Jay Diff that since we were talking about asterisks. So, you know, based off the allegations, I mean, you know, everything that's come out, quote unquote, about Drake, um, a guy of that caliber who's an all time great, if you like it or not, is there an asterisk by him when it's all said and done? When you start comparing him to Kendrick and you start comparing him to rest of these guys top tier echelon mcs black thought who's still around you start mentioning hole who has the sales and has the pen like is there going to be an asterisk beside him in your eyes based off what we just talked it'll about it'll be it'll be cast like us because i'm, I'm not gonna get on here and say that i don't like drake you know oh no i i'm with that i'm with that drake but, is dope. but at the same time he's not uh somebody that i, I consider like an mc like okay. that right now he's an entertainer you know, at his early early career, like Drake, when he uh, so far gone and comeback mm-hmm. season, 
Mm-hmm. Those are more closer to MC Drake. You see, you see when when Drake has his MC moments here and there. But other than that, yeah, nah, I mean, Drake's Drake's Drake. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely gonna have that mark by him, considering like us. You know what I'm saying? Us and people like us who who listen to music the same way as us. So there's that. That's a. I'm not mad at that. That's that's a good explanation. Um. <clears throat> Hey, more. What do you think about the concept? Is it steroids? Is it is it assistance? Can you still be great without it? Consider the great MC without it. Or with I think it, I should say. With it, I should say. Be, with it. I do still still think you can be great without. It. I know it doesn't sound like the most hip hop uh, uh, opinion, but I I do think so. I mean, and first of all, <clears throat> we need to get out of this mode like this is something that's just very uh, new or recent. And even when we're talking about the '90s, recent, like some, you know, some of y'all would be very disappointed if you found out how much LL Cool J wrote for, you know, a particular legendary group, and that's how that same legendary group um, wrote one of another legendary group's very, maybe one of their biggest hits. You know, there there are levels to this, y'all. And all right, wait, 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 hold on one second. Hold on, wait, wait. So. Be clear. We're talking about at least what I'm talking about. Just so I know, so we on the same page. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the act. What Buster was talking about is the actual bars. I'm not talking about the record. I'm talking about the bars, the verses that the artist is rapping. Those are two different. Yeah, I'm things. talking about that too. I'm look. You know what? It's not like we got political connects like that. No. LL LL wrote some joints for Run DMC, trying to punch their stuff up, and. Run DMC wrote like when you you do your Googles and do a little research and figure out what it is. Run DMC wrote Paul Review Paul Revere for the BC Boys. That's just it. It is what it is, you know. And like so, we're we can't act like this is new. Does that make those records any less to nope. us in the culture? Nope. Absolutely not. You know, I mean, but the BC Boys. We I'm put with extras you on that one, but, the, but I don't think that's the thing about that it is it's hip hop. Because think about like yeah. Whitney Houston didn't write none of her songs, and she's going. Nah, to that's, whole di- thing. that's different though. That's Michael, di- I think Michael R&B Jackson didn't write "I Want You Back." She had a you voice. The only thing about singers though, singers have are are, are able to have a, a unique voice that only they can do and only they can carry. So with, with singers, it's a little more accepted. With rappers or MCs. Um, if if you've had a song or two that you've you've gotten some some cliff notes or some help with or some assistance, yeah. that's one thing. Versus your whole career is pretty much somebody else. You you pretty much Milli Vanilli your whole shit. You ever seen Beyonce's credits or her albums? The, the list be like twelve. Yeah, or 13 she don't write people. shit. <laughs> At least you okay. I'm just, I'm Adele. You ever seen the credits for her joints? Well, yeah, that like Beyonce be using a lot of uh, samples <clears throat> on the low, mm-hmm. and if mm-hmm. yeah, whoever yeah. was including that sample is also considered uh, a songwriter. Mm-hmm. That's but why what, you see all the members of Steely Dan on certain shit. You'd be like, wait a minute, Steely Dan wrote this? It, it, they sampled it, so they're they're the they're technically mm-hmm. the writers. The the only you difference hear? I would say is when you talk about. Um, talk about run dmc and you talk about the uh beastie boys you gave those examples i think what you're saying is you're actually right like what you're saying in terms of a, a writing standpoint and them you know helping to write like you said if it's bars it's the record whatever that doesn't diminish those records in the culture i'm with you there 100 but i also don't look at run dmc and the beastie boys as upper top tier all-time nope. top MCs. That's the part I'm talking about. I think that's where the divide is. I don't look at I don't look at Run and be like, yo, Run in my top five lyricists. Never thought about that. Not even close. So it doesn't it doesn't hurt me when necessarily if you want to use that term when you say, yo, LL probably wrote for LL wrote for Run DMC and the Beastie Boys. I'm like, all right, that's what's up. If you told me LL wrote for Ho, I'd be like, wait a minute, what? You see the you see the difference? You see what I'm talking about? Oh no, I, I certainly see the difference. You know, but. Uh, just because like if, if I found out that like somebody was like, hey, maybe if you rhyme this with this and it'd be like, oh, that's much better. But if I found out there was a whole demo out there of somebody uh, yeah, yeah, right rapping, yeah. um, <clears throat> can I live? Yeah, you know, I might feel some kind of way. 
But, That's fair. you know, at the same time, it's kind of it's, about- it's a weird thing, especially when we're talking about how the public perceives things. It's like as people who are DJ purists, like they want to have their 1200s mm-hmm. and with the needle and and they want to make sure they have the right mixer. Ooh, Shout out to DJ Clark Kent, like because he, he will do this as uh, on his rider. If he shows up and there's a controller there, he will take his deposit and go home and there'll be no DJ for the night. Mm. But what you got to understand is the people who came to party, they don't care. They don't care if you're right. if you got the new rain turntables that don't even have needles. They don't care if you got the twelve hundreds. They don't care if you got the pioneers. They came there to have a good time. Are you? That's where their perception is. You could get up there and scratch on some belt drive turntables and be doing it for the culture. And I'm not trying to be funny, but it, nobody's going to care if you don't rock the crowd. And but being that's part not of being the conversation an MC or being a rapper is your ability to move the crowd. Hey, go ahead, Lone. Jump, jump in there. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I agree with that part of it, but that's again, that's just part of it, right, Jay? I mean, part of it is obviously being able to rock the crowd. The other part of it is what is your lyricism, right? If we're going to talk about MCing when you're recording <clears throat> records and writing records, and I think when we're talking about performing versus versus how we're going to label them and judge MCs based upon all the characteristics, I think they absolutely get docked. Okay. Well, and also that's, that's all I would say. This is, this is why, this is why, why rappers are more willing to fight you than R and B singers. Because if I tell, uh, you know, ran like this Trey songs, Hey man, that song sucks. It'd be like, I didn't write that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But if I tell, somebody uh you know if i say i don't I can't even think I'll, i'm just saying for for argument's sake joe budden i'll be like hey that song you wrote sucks and he's like hey that song was about my life and my struggle and it's <laughs> real to me <laughs> i understand why rappers get there are extra sensitive about yeah their for sure uh their music because you're you're not telling me just this song sucks you're telling me my life experience sucks Mm -hmm. so i understand why it's it's more personal (laughs) life sucks b i mean as somebody that has written a lot of songs uh i can definitely attest to that uh uh um Yes. Uh, Nicole brings up a really good question in the chat. Would you all feel differently if you were ghostwriters yourselves, like someone that brings your work to life in a way you couldn't? I think it's a different conversation. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. I think the conversation I mean, am, am is different. Am I getting my publishing? <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, even besides that, even besides that, I, I think the conversation about, you know, being a great, I think it would add to it. So somebody who's one of the greatest top five rappers lyricist MCs of all time is Royce to five nine. And he is also a ghostwriter. He's also written for Diddy. He's written for a lot of people. I think that just adds to Royce's uh, catalog, if you will, of stuff that he's written. You know, it's not, it has nothing to do with Diddy at that point because the person that wrote it, who wrote the cadence, who wrote how he was rapping it um, in the field was Royce. Um, So Mm -hmm. I think it's, that. that's how I would attack that. Skills yeah. uh, from VA. Mad skills. Yep. He's ghostwritten a lot of stuff out here. You know what I'm saying? Early Definitely. 90s shit. Let me tell y'all something. Been very vocal about it. Let me tell y'all somebody what else who's been, been what? What if, what if what if all this time Skills has been tell, telling us he's a ghostwriter and he actually hasn't written anything? That's tough. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> that, that could be that could be true because as a ghostwriter, you ain't supposed to disclose who you wrote for any damn way, right? <laughs> I got three grams. Yeah, I got found th- out like he said. Yeah, I got three Grammys in my closet, was, man. He's like, I told you I ghost wrote just so you would have like if I told you I ghost wrote, you like just because that would make my mystique higher. Like it really was yep. something that he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, to I'm, pump himself up. No, he wrote. I'm, he wrote a chorus for Joe Budden in two thousand and three. You know, like. Hey, shout out! Yeah. Shout out to the chat. The chat is very active on this topic. We appreciate y'all. He, uh, Nicole said he's responsible for a large component of a great formula. I like Drake laughing out loud. Uh, writers are common in music. Period. David. Yep. I feel you. Uh, let's see. Cad. Shout out to the homie. I know you were in here, bro. My my East Coast fam. Uh, he said LL wrote MC Light's verse on self destruction, and I never looked at her the same. After that, mm-hmm. I I didn't know that, sir. So you just put your boy on game. I was asleep. Mm-hmm. That, that verse, the self destruction is fire. So yeah. that's what's up. 
He said they give Beyonce three words to write so she get paid. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Y'all remember the artist Boss? Y'all remember the uh, female rapper Boss? And more bought it. Yep. And more had it. <laughs> so I didn't, you I know, didn't have it. I didn't have it. People but found I just found that, that, that. Yeah, everybody found out that she was fake and wasn't writing shit, and that really wasn't her. Yeah. And she had one album. It was a rap for after that. Yeah, she yeah, because she wound up come to find out she like went to like private school. You would have thought she was like a straight G and uh-huh. she was at yeah. private school. But I just do remember my one of my favorite uh Yo MTV raps um memories is I was hanging out with uh my buddy B. Holcomb and we were watching that episode and they were and Fab Five Freddy said, So boss, your name, you know, what does that stand for? <laughs> and that's my bad five, Fab Five uh, Freddy impression. And she said, uh, it stands for bitch on some shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty hard at the time. But, you know, it is what it is. So shout out to everybody. Was, That's what Boss nice. stands for. She turned out. Yeah, deeper, deeper still goes. She turned out to be Nunu. Yeah, from, uh, she turned out to be Nunu from ATL. I hear talking about. She was uh, definitely Nunu. Except Nunu yeah. wasn't trying to dress like a tomboy. Nah, Nunu was cold in that movie. Now, be clear, be clear. Nunu nah, was cold that movie. Front, but, uh, can't front. Don't don't even front. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you now. All right, uh, I didn't realize we had got this far into the game. Loan. I guess we can shout out our partners real quick before we close up shop. Hey, uh, sure. <laughs> I ain't mean to throw it to you that <laughs> it's dry. Like, I'm sorry. It's like, yeah, let me go ahead and do that. So, <laughs> thank you for the new Old Heads podcast. No Bad Ideas Clothing Company, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, Sun King Brewery, and the hub for all things New Old Heads, BringingDownTheBand.com. Remember, once you type Bringing Down The Band in the search bar on YouTube and the page populates, Subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as always, we thank you for your support. Yeah. Now back to the show. We are back. We bike. All right. Shout out to David in the chat. David said John Legendly, John Legendly, sorry, supposedly wrote a large amount of miseducation, Lauren Hill. Now you messed with my childhood now, David. So be careful now. Damn, I ain't uh, hear that one. Yeah, I don't know about that one. You're gonna have to That's a new one for me. Yeah, I, I need some cliff notes or something to go look up now on that one. You mess with you mess with my childhood now, my, my younger days. We're gonna need you to pull up something on that one because I love that album. Yeah, I do I do remember Robert Glasper saying that he was involved heavily in it, but I don't remember Oh uh, he snapped about John Legend. I remember well, Glasper. I remember Glasper going I off. I don't know about the writing, but I do know like Lauren Hill tried Glasper. to say he produced that whole album, and there was like these cats called New Ark. Yeah, like yeah. they took her to court and won, and that's yeah. I think that's part of why Lauren Hill like has not really been super active because like she was basically put on front street by this lawsuit. That's just my that's just me my conspiracy theory, dude. <clears throat> never, never, but. never seen an artist's career go that. I I don't think you can compare. An artist, her trajectory of her career, dropping an all-time great, timeless, classic album, following it up with an unplugged, and then disappearing. I've never seen nothing yeah, like I that. I blame it on on which whichever Marley boy she was fucking with. Is that what yeah, it is? That too. Look, I I remember I gave my sister like I, this was uh, at the time I was working in radio, and I would get a lot of promos, and I remember giving my sister that uh that arm that uh that Lauren Hill unplugged mm. and I came home one day and like that shit was in my room. Like she was like, nah, <laughs> I know people who love that record. My sister was nah. like, I'm not in this kind of, I'm not in this kind of depressed place to where I need to listen to this you, song. You can't, you, you can't follow up. You can't follow up an album that damn cold, you know, and just sit down with a acoustic guitar and then bring the band. out. you don't know how to play. Yeah, like yeah. that was the thing. Like, yeah, I yeah. think she saw NDRE on TV and was like, "Well, shoot, I could do that." <laughs> and then got up there and was doing them and trying to play them same four chords. I was like, "This shit got to stop." Shout out to the flood. He said, "Fisher Price, my first guitar." Shout out to the flood. He said it was it was the Marley. <laughs> CAD says she was it overrated. Was chill out, boy. Chill out, CAD. Yeah, I ain't gonna do that. I mean, she did she did have some success with the Fugees. I ain't gonna front on that. Yeah, chill out. She, started, yeah. she she was messing with that one. She was messing with the one Marley boy who played for uh for the U. So you know, look. Only thing yeah, I will he say, was on one. Only thing yep. I will say is, 
we talking about messing folks up. Erica Badu, you know, definitely something happened to my man Common for a little bit. No, see, this is this is the thing. This is what happened, Lauren Hill. This is when you start reading the Bible and smoking that good weed at the same time. <laughs> is that what it is? You can't mix the two. Okay. You can't mix the two. You can't you can't mix that uh that that uh pineapple express in the word because then you 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 find yourself in a whole nother place. All right, so let me ask. <laughs> let me ask y'all this. Let's, let's, let's go ahead and get to the topic, though, y'all. Yeah, let me let me ask y'all this real quick because I know we, we started a little late, so we we still good. So About ten minutes. All right, so the rumor is that it's it's confirmed, but it leaked that uh, tribe and, and outcasts are gonna get down for versus. So pending. Pending. What he said. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. One re- shout out to Fife. Rest in peace, Fife. To me. This can't be versus if it's like Big Boy shows up and Stacks ain't there. And it's like Q-Tip and uh, Ali Shaheed and Jerobi not there. Like there's so many things for this to work for me, in my personal opinion, for this to be dope. Because I think everybody wins. Like I'm, I would be torn trying to pick one, but I, my gut's going to tell me outcast if y'all want to put me on record. But they have to be there for the stories. Like you can't have you know, half of one and like three fourths or something, it's not going to work. So are y'all excited about the possibility of this? Cause I am. And I'm just, it's strictly for the stories with me. I'm cool on who wins. I'm cool on the, <clears throat> comparing the music. I want to hear the stories. So am, am I wrong for being too hyped? Cause I'm extremely hyped about the possibility. No, I mean, it's, it's a great idea, but I don't, I don't see three stacks showing up. He's somewhere uh, playing his flute, living a See? peaceful life. And stand out, stand out of the way, literally. Yep. So I, I don't see him being involved in the verses. Um, we already don't have Fife. It's gonna be a uh, big boy in there. Sleepy Brown might kind of play the backfield in it type shit. He'll be there. I don't um, want it if that's it. But, I don't want it if that's it. Yeah, I mean, because even if three stacks show up, you think he's telling stories, right? He might. I mean, you got to remember now. Keep in mind the relationship that they have. You heard how he was talking about tribe and their relationship on the low uh, when they had that uh, service for the memorial for Fife. So it's not like they strangers because that would that was on the low. They had to do that though. I mean, he was he was paying respects to his guy that just passed away. Uh, That's different. Nah, bro. They was they was working. They was talking about doing an album, man. They didn't talked. They had they have to have. Right, but I'm saying that came out at Fife's home going service. He didn't have to say that. He he was in the moment. You think he's about to be talking like that during a versus? Right. Uh, I, I mean, I feel you. I, I I don't know, man. I'm maybe I'm just being biased and rooting for the best because that's what I want to hear. I want to hear shit that we don't get a chance to hear about between two of the greatest groups of all time. Like that's what excites me. It's not about the joints to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I want to hear. So yeah, I definitely. Know. I want to hear it too, but I just I don't I don't see. I don't see it being the the epic showing that that we would expect it to be. Honestly, if it was, yeah, hey, I'd I'd be happy as shit, man. Like I literally drove to Atlanta to see Outkast's last performance together because I believe at that time that this is probably going to be the last time I get to see Outkast yeah. perform together, yeah. based on um, Andre not yeah. really feeling this whole touring and, and be on the road type shit and i see in the chat talking about how he how he loves tribe that's something he does i know he does i think i think it's genuine that he would really love him see yeah i, I, I do too, but I, I think i still don't think he'll show up okay long jump in there i'm sorry uh it's, um I, I don't, i'm interested i would be interested in watching it right but um yeah, I, I mean these versus things. I've talked about them before. I mean, like if Andre showed up, I'd be interested. If Q-Tip and Andre showed go. up, I'd be there interested. There we go. There we if go. It's, That's if, what I'm it's, uh, if it's if it's Jerobi and uh, Ali, you know, Shahid, and and it, maybe it's Big Boy and like you said, Sleepy or something, it's still interesting. It's just not going to have the same allure. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as like who would win back and forth, I'm a huge Tribe fan, but Outkast is probably going to wash them. Like <laughs> and maybe and maybe wash is a strong term. Yep. Maybe strong yeah, wash is a little strong. Wash is no, not strong. 
But Where you go. Out- Outcast is the greatest group of all duo of all time. Like there's I don't, I don't know who you are. Preach I don't care who you are. And Preach I love low. Tribe. I love Tribe, but like what are we talking here? Like Preach low. Yeah. <sighs> Preach. I don't know. That's all I got to say about that. I don't know. Jay Moore, talk to me, man, because I, I thought you might be going out, you're ready to go down a foolish road up there, man. What, what's going on, man? You know, look, let me tell you something. If if <laughs> I know after this election, a lot of people were talking about, oh, it's going to be a civil war. Mm. You want to talk about a civil war, uh, North versus South in America? Yeah. Uh, put a tribe <laughs> called Quest up against Outcast. Um, mm. I, I tell you this though, and this is this. I mean, this is part of my argument and part of what I, I, I you know, I shot. I talked to um, uh, Jones from the Stakes is High podcast. Uh, yes, sir. Shout out to the homie weekend. Jones. And we were just talking about like. You know, we 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 had a further discussion about the whole T.I. versus Buster. Yeah. And I think it's sort of similar in a way, because as much as we love Buster, he is from that era of hip hop, even though it, it crossed over. And he's still making joints that we care about and, and are still getting run. But in his the, the height of Buster Rhymes, kind of like the height of a tribe called Quest, there wasn't hip hop radio. You right. know, okay. Um, okay. When you're talking about the height of Ti and the height of of Outcast, you know, even though Outcast put their first joint out in '94, like they were still in heavy rotation on what is considered mainstream urban radio, well into the 2000s. So the impact is different just based on that. As much as I love a trial called Quest, you know. Once hip hop, you know, because like you think about if you're outside of New York or L.A., a hip hop radio station might not arrive to your city till 98, 99, maybe even 2000. I know uh, shout to 100.3 The Beat um, in whatever incarnation it's in in St. Louis. We didn't get a hip hop state, a dedicated hip hop station in St. Louis till 1999. So there is a different way in which people have experienced these artists music. Outcast and I guy. think the he, difference man. between the way people experience a tribe called man. Quest to where hip hop was only played at night or you had it in your personal collection as opposed to an as opposed to artists like Outcast who were popping when there were hip hop radio stations and you could have Miss Jackson in heavy rotation. Here's my rebuttal to that, though. My rebuttal. I mean, Tribe was done by the time that came out. They was beefing with each other. But, but the yeah, impact of Outkast musically, there's no question who's going to win that battle. I mean, you but see even who's going to win my head. You take that away, I'll be honest. Outkast is going to, it would wash a trial called but, Quest. But what I'm saying is, what is, yeah, what is a trial called Quest got to play when they when Outkast put on Liberation? That wasn't even a Nothing. single. Here's my, here's my thing, though. The one thing I can say about Tribe Called Quest is, even with the radio, even with, you know, the dynamics, even when we talk about how the music was put out, and the circumstances, I get all of that. And again, I'm with y'all on the outcast side. But be clear, Tribe Called Quest has music that has stood the test of time. And we just talked about this earlier about when we were talking about the R&B joints. I don't care what you say. Bonita Apple Bomb going to go right now. And it's going to go over very well. They have it joint, might, but but they, they, they have don't have nothing that's gonna beat nothing out of Outkast. No, 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 no. Yeah, put that up against. We love these hoes. Once but again, what, Outkast, Outkast would be. That's not what I'm out, saying. That's not what I'm saying. Tribe Called Quest could play singles. Outkast could play that's uh, album cuts and get washed. I'm sorry. They could play that's a not, Christmas joint. Don't do that. That's I see what you did there. Don't do that. Straight what up. I'm saying <laughs> is, Tribe has joints that have not lost a step. That's all I'm saying. They got they joints that they can play. You talking to all tribe fans? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, I'm not. we're all we're all tribe. Yeah. I was a tribe fan before yeah, I was an Outcast fan. Who love you know, a tribe like, called Quest, but we know what we love Outcast too, and it's like Outcast is tough, man. Outcast like you got to compare. Outcast like I could, who? What? What group nope. would you even put up against Outcast? I wouldn't you put can't. no group. You can't against put nobody. nobody against Outcast. They're the greatest of all. The time. only group that the only group that you could Wu-Tang. possibly that people would probably say nope. I still wouldn't put them up against Outcast. Not against Outcast. Nope. Not against no, Outkast. You really can't you put I nobody up against them. them. I wouldn't put them ten dudes up against the two. So we. So that's how. That's how real. So we talking. So we talking. We talking. I'm just going through some. Just real quick. I'm going through a couple. Uh oh. I think we lost Mike. Oh, we might. Mike. Give me that heat, Mike. Place. Give me that heat, frozen Mike. 
Uh, <laughs> what I'm going to say. No, but from, uh, wait, maybe he's back. Can we hear him now? Let me guess. Terry tried to play the internet. Hey, you a hater. Anyway. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Uh, anyway, let's talk. Let, so real quick. I, I put up, away. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. So, Jay Moore, we talking joints like Benita, right? We got Can I Kick It? Those are, is that a strong record? Yep. yep. Very strong. All right. So we talking... As I continue to scroll, I'm old, so y'all got it. Left gotta my wallet me. in El Segundo, right? Don't do that. A, that don't, that don't was a bigger that. one. It was a bigger it, one, though, right? It was. Jazz. Check the rhyme is fire. Yeah, who, who got the Check jazz? Check the rhyme is fire. It is. Uh, I actually like, I like bugging out, but that ain't going to work against Outkast. Scenario would. Scenario. Scenario, definitely. Scenario. Definitely. Scenario, scenario remix scenarios, might be their hottest. Their, might be the, yeah. the one. I that think. is the new Apple bomb. Electric Man. relaxation, fire. Listen, that's listen, fire. I, I mess, I mess with them too. Look, I ain't go front, man. Award I, tour, I'll show you. fire. I mess, with, I mess with both. I mess with both groups. You see, Outcast above me. Come on, man. I know but, where you stand. I mean, you this is this is on the shelf too. This is okay. on the shelf okay. too. Okay. So don't so don't get it twisted. You know, okay. Okay. Yeah, so. all right. But I think Outcast yeah. is. Probably is the greatest hip hop group of all time. Yeah. Listen here, yeah. I'm, Which, I'm not going to argue. Were you playing against Prototype? Uh man, I ain't got nothing for Prototype, man. If they do Prototype, I don't think I got. What you playing against? What are you playing against? Hollywood Divorce. I, I mean, it's like I mean, there's so many like Outcast, like Outcast's first. <laughs> I love uh, Find a Way. By the like Outcast's first three albums. You know, up to Equimini is one thing, right? High next was cold. But then you jump into the 2000s outcast as well, and it's just a whole nother thing. Hey, yeah, high sex was cold. High sex was cold, though. I don't like that beat. Bum, I do. Bum, I like, bum, I like, bum, I like high sex. Bum, and Fife got off. I got off on that. I like that. Uh, I, mean, yeah. I ain't got nothing for a cast, man. I'm sorry. This, this man, is I, a situation where, where the pupil <laughs> beats the, the teacher. Yep. Hey, All day. I'm with yep. you when you write. I'm with you when you write. Like they really could pop off. Like Lone said, Lone was talking about the first what? Is it the first three albums? First like, three they albums. Really, they really could pop. They could handle everything within the first three albums. Take care of everything. Really? I think it's. Think I, I think it. it's close. I think it's close within the first three albums. But once close? you go into the two mm. thousands, it's a wrap. Mm. So it's we talking stank on you, love below, speaker box. It's just, um. That's it. That's all you need. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like I said, we love both, so it ain't about. There's no loser here. Like, yeah, like the, I, nah, said, I ain't gonna front. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm not a fan of of uh, Tribe Called Quest. That's blasphemous. But yeah. in, in yeah. the same breath, uh, they're not beating Outcast in the verses. That's that's just I, where I'm know, at with it. But I think a good point got brought up. I don't think anybody's beating Outcast in the verses. Nah. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be hard to beat them. Like it's gonna be hard as, as a group. If you go on group for group, mm, that's De a good point, Soul. Sandy. Will Don't you do... put De La Soul up against? No, uh, we cannot. Uh, <laughs> no, nah. we cannot. Uh, hey, you can't. Nah. No, we cannot. De La Soul, you De La Soul, and Tribe would be dope. Mm-hmm. But I, the only the only group that, that I'm gonna throw out there that that would be just interesting to see, but they would still get washed, would be UGK. They yeah. don't have enough. They don't, have no, enough. Okay. they don't have enough. They don't. That's what I'm saying. That they would get they watched. But if you include if you include just... trill ass mixes, it'd have to be Dr. Dre. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna, have to, like it's gonna take somebody like that, man. It's gonna take somebody like a Dre or well, I can't Snoop? count Diddy because Diddy it ain't really What about Snoop? Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Outcast. Outcast. No. Snoop what you mean though? <laughs> no. What? I think it'd be closer Snoop, to tribe. You don't think Snoop? You don't think Snoop got enough smoke to make it interesting? Snoop? Nah. I don't know about I, that. I do. I, I think. I think. I, I mean, Snoop, I like, he I like Snoop, but I just play everything from two one three. Listen, and man. Listen, man. Now let's be careful. Let's be careful with what we're talking about here. Again, I'm pro outcast, but uh, Snoop. Snoop got. Come on, man! Snoop got heat. Snoop, Snoop might be the closest that we have. Mm. 
<laughs> I think I, I think Terry's it would be dope. Terry is not moved dope, at all. <laughs> the only reason I say that is because Snoop has continued to make music for the entire time, so he's got yep. a, a he's got a lot longer of a catalog. Uh, but if we're going straight on hits, I would. I mean, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, man. Still, I think it would be interesting. I still got cast, but I, when we start talking about washing, no, he can't. They can't wash Snoop now. This no, nah, ain't nobody saying they're gonna watch Snoop Dogg. That's blasphemous too. Hey, Davis. <laughs> Davis said Wu Tang. I love Wu Tang, man. Even if you do all the solo albums, bro, I don't know if I. I don't see it, man. CID brought up a good point too, though. He said there is no tribe in the 2000s unless they go to Q-Tip's catalog. If they went uh, to Q-Tip's ooh. catalog, that that Q-tip's catalog that. is nice. Now that makes it, it interesting. But it's, now, I didn't think about it. Interesting. Still, vibrant thing. It still ain't fucking with Cash. It still ain't fucking with Cash though. Yeah. So maybe Q-Tip. And he had some cash. really good albums. He had some. He did have some songs that could stand up against some some Cash yeah. shit. Yep. I mean, if they, if they but if they threw if they threw that in the bats, I'm saying, do we take do we take Ali Shaheed being in Lucy Pearl? <laughs> Can we throw that in there? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, see, but you see how many you see how many life jackets we got to throw them just <laughs> just to keep them in the ring. Jay Moore, you know, we, could, we going you by know that technicalities. Jay Moore, you know that, you know that Lucy Pearl. You know that Lucy Pearl album. You know that. No, I, should, I had. I, look, I had that. I, I had it too. Front. You know what that means, though. That means that we get all the Andre three thousand guest verses then. Oh, yep. so oh. so then you 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 pulling in you pulling in cool breeze tracks. You pulling oh, in man. thought uh, process mob tracks. You bringing in DJ Unk. Come on, thought, man. Thought process. Uh, like, don't do it. Three like stacks. Goody mob, man. No, all right, man. man we still got a uh, we, we still got a warshin going on. And he did say, hey, <laughs> hey, Jay Moore, Jay Moore, they the sleep hard on R. Jay Moore, they sleep on that Rich Boy verse. You're right. That's a good point. They sleep on that. All right, y'all. We got to get out of here. I know Jay Moore got to uh, speak to the people. Um, is there anything else that we forgot or y'all want to say before we ride out? Nah, just thanks. Th- thanks to all you guys for, for rocking with us in the chat and for watching. Yeah, continue. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Definitely yes, appreciate we, it. We definitely hey, my God, I said Outcast versus No Limit, though. That That's a no-no. He, they got to take on a whole uh, record company. And that's even an extra, yeah, that's still a wash. That's an extra wash. <laughs> and, and even with that's that, I don't, I don't yeah. see it. You can only play Swamp Nigga so many times. So, <laughs> so and then you can play, you or, can or make play them play on the feature and mystical, and still wash them. The puzzle I mean, piece joint. Susie Screw had a partner named Sasha. I mean, they got Sasha. heat. I just started thinking about that. They got heat. I remember her All number right. like the summer. <laughs> they got heat. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all rocking with us as always. Remember, find the New Old Heads Network uh, page on YouTube. Subscribe. We're trying to get to 100 there. I believe we're in the 60s, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we appreciate all the followers on Twitch. I think we're approaching 100. That's going to unlock, unlock some more things for us there. So we appreciate you all rocking with us. Make sure you look us up on Patreon. Also, follow us on IG for New Old Heads as well as Twitter. Google us, find us. Follow us everywhere that you see us. If you want to sign up and become a patron, do that. We appreciate all the support from wherever you do it. And to the people that don't support us, we love y'all as well. Continue to come back and watch us and be mad. Uh, And we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Yerp.